Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Where do you start? Tuna? <laughs> Tog? Stripers? Still, we're halfway through the archery deer season. Quality bucks are being taken. Uh, not surprising on public land. Uh, good conditions all around. Like goose season uh, open today. Next week, south zone duck season opens. North zone season opens today. A lot of stuff going on. Hey, just a reminder, uh, the registration for the youth pheasant hunt, okay, it's going to take place November 5th, has to be in today. Today, go to njfishandwildlife.com for more information. You have to register today. This is a quality hunt, guides, quality bird dogs. The Bureau of Wildlife Management puts out hundreds, hundreds of beautiful, beautiful uh, hen and cockbird ringnecks on select wildlife management areas. Again, go to njfishandwildlife.com for more information. Again, reg- say one more time, registration ends today. Now, chuckers were stocked yesterday for today. Dog training purposes only, natural. You know that. In the Rack and Fin Radio listening area, Assenpink, Kyers Mills, Manasquan, Stafford Forge, Glassboro, Millville, and Tuckahoe. Now, the stripers that exploded last week toned down a little bit this week. It is building up again. I mean, within within a half, well, we're up there, half a mile from Barnegat, all the way down, almost to the Ocean City, where there was whales, there was bluefin tuna mixing, stripers that up to, we've seen some that measured 52, 53 inches. It was crazy. They are all on the bunker. Get going with the flutter spoon or do the snag. Can't drop them with that treble hook, people. Get them off, hook them through the nose, and live line them. And the striper has really just begun. Some are getting more and more getting picked off the sands. During this uh, upcoming segment of the show, we have BF Resins, new plug company. They've been around for two and a half, three and a half years in Jersey. We're going to talk some of their striper plugs. We might have tune in on that. And just a reminder, too, it opened last week, started. It's going to run for nine weeks. The, I can't believe, 68th annual LBI Surf Fishing Class. It's been expanded in nine weeks. Features daily, weekly segment, and grand prize award. Prizes awarded for stripers, bluefish, kingfish, redfish, and blackfish. Stop by either Jingles Bait and Tackle on the island or in Ship Bottom right there. Fisherman's Headquarters or visit www.lbift.com. Okay, coming up in our next segment, we're talking South Zone Duck Season opens next Saturday. Ted Nichols, Bureau of Wildlife Management, Waterfowl Project Leader. Given his prospectus, be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Get back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of October 15th and 16th. A happy new year to all. Oh, realizing the parallel universe of Rack and Fin Radio when the season opens. Indeed, cause for a New Year's celebration today. The North Zone duck season opened and also the light goose season opened. Now, the goose season is going to run through February 15th, the Bagland is 25 or an, an aggregate, singly or an aggregate. Now, next Saturday, October 22nd, the South Zone duck season opens. Now, we've seen a lot of woodies, a lot of tea, a lot of, lot of um, avian activity in our travels through South and Southwest Jersey. Joining us online right now, very special guest, Ted Nichols, wildlife biologist, New Jersey uh, Fish and Wildlife. He is the waterfowl specialist with the state, so we're going to talk South Jersey ducks. Teddy, thanks for joining us. Sorry for the delays. What's happening, little brother? Hey, thanks for having us on today, Tom. Always a pleasure, Ted. Uh, we're seeing teal, uh, teal, teal, lots of teal, and good numbers of woodies. How does it look for the South Zone opener next week? 
Yeah, Tom, you're right. Uh, you know, our early season, which is a week long, opens October 22. We have some pretty good numbers of green wings and wood ducks, uh, some mallards, some good number of black ducks. Mm-hmm. We have had some decent cold fronts that have come through this October, something that's been missing the past couple of few years where we've had some extremely mild falls. But we have had some shots that's of cold weather that's moved some birds down. Thankfully, there in the beginning of October, we had that strong coastal storm that kind of swallowed up what was left of Hurricane Ian and dumped a lot of rain, put some water on the landscape, which was really lacking given the droughty conditions Mm -hmm. that we had late this summer. Uh, Ted, overall, the population now, uh, the black ducks, blue wing teals, uh, you know, the gadwalls, things like that, everything looking copacetic? Yeah, Tom, you know, the conditions here in the east, since we don't really get all that many prairie ducks, they really don't change all that much from year okay. to year insofar as duck numbers. It's more it's more dependent on, the, you know, the cold fronts that move the birds down, and we seem to have gotten some of those uh, this year. You know, wood ducks have been doing really well, uh, and they have certainly been able to sustain that bag limit change when we put them from two birds to three birds, going all the way back to 2008. Now, I'll tell you, the mallard limit is still uh, two, including no more than one hen, correct? And one for the pintail? That is right, Tom. What's up with the pintail numbers? It's been that way a while now. Are they just in some dire straits? Yeah, pintails are, you know, really taking it on the chin. They've Jeez. really seen some big changes. You know, unlike a lot of the other birds, you know, a lot of the pintails do breed on the prairies. Although I think a lot of the birds that we get here from uh, eastern Ca- Canadian Arctic, but it is good as long as we're able to keep uh, some sort of a bag limit for pintails and not have to have a season within a season or something like that. Okay, excellent. Uh, listeners, the season's going to run through October 29th. The Ducks 6 in aggregate. And Merganzers, uh, you can get five. So, Teddy, Merganzers are now uh, separate from the 6 duck limit, correct? Yeah, and they always have been, Tom. It's just that we removed that hooded merganser bag limit. If you yeah. might remember, uh, there was a bag limit of two hooded mergansers. That's all gone now, and it's just five uh, mergansers in addition to the six ducks. Those uh, six t- regular ducks. Ted, those little hoodies, the males especially. Right? They, they, listen, they're gorgeous. They're in black and white simplicity. But Ted, Ted, they're not. Uh, they're not easy to hit. Me, those little suckers move. <laughs> no, they do. They are pretty quick, Tom. Ted, uh, so, you know one the, of the things we've seen with. Uh, some of the conditions on the landscape, you know, with it being really droughty this summer, we, we you know, the, the, we have some of our classic uh, tidal plants in the upper reaches of some of our estuaries, things like wild rice, that, you know, that, that mm-hmm. isn't done as well because this, the salt line has moved way up the estuaries this year yeah. with all the drought. And, and some of the other plants that we see that things that teal really love, like stuff like marsh hemp and potamogetans that are up on the landscape, they're, they're not doing as well this year because it's been so droughty. But if you scout out those places and look for those things that teal like, you'll, you'll find the birds. Dead, uh, black duck numbers have been pretty steady, correct? Again, the limit's still two, but uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, good now. Now, we're going out Great Bay Boulevard. We're hitting some coastal areas. seeing a lot of, uh, lot, of, lot of black ducks. Are they doing all right? Black ducks are doing fine, Tom, and at this point in time, it seems as though they're able to sustain that two-bird bag limit, and, and we don't see that going away anytime soon. Okay, joining us on the Rackerfin line this morning is Ted Nichols, biologist, uh, New Jersey uh, Fish and Wildlife. He's the waterfowl specialist. We're talking the prospectus for next week's opener, October 22nd, of the South Zone. It's going to run through the 29th. Ducks limit is six in aggregate, and you can get five mergansers, and there's no more of that. Uh, uh, they, they removed that thing on the hooded merganser on the drakes. So, Ted, on the overall, things are looking up, and uh, guys are doing a great job. What do you see in the future? Any, any, uh, like red flags insofar as the duck population is going? 
Not really, Tom. I mean, really, the only wild card is this high pathogenic avian influenza, which has been kind of all over the news. It is primarily a, a disease of domestic poultry, chickens and turkeys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is a concern. And wild birds do play some role in moving that around. Some wild birds have had it. We've seen some big declines in eiders in different places here in eastern North America and the Canadian Maritimes and what have you. And that is a wild card. Folks need to be aware of that and, you know, just report any uh, inordinate numbers of dead birds on the landscape, 10, 20 birds. You can do that by calling 877-WARN-DEP. And just standard stuff like pretty much like your mother told you, you know, wash your hands after you're cleaning birds. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure if you have a a backyard poultry flock or if you work anywhere near some sort of a a poultry uh, organization or what have you, to make sure you don't mix and match or don't bring any of those birds from uh, out in the marsh into those areas. Make sure you keep all your equipment, your boots, and all those sort of things separate if you're you're dealing with with domestic uh, flocks. Yeah, well said, Ted Nichols. Thanks for joining us on Rock Metal. Ted, but whoa, 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 before we close, two, um, I guess, not off the wall ducks, but um, is they add to the add to the bag, uh, widgeon and you know the ball pate and the gadwalls. Uh, limit six on these. You know, again, all part of the regular duck limit. They doing pretty good. They are, Tom, and they're, you know, we only get trace numbers of right. those birds here. They're certainly, uh, I guess, um, in the waterfowl world, they're maybe like 10-point bucks, especially <laughs> if you get a big drake widgeon. I mean, they're not really common, but they're, they're if you're in the right places, you'll definitely run into those sort of birds. If you get some spots that have some nice uh, aquatic vegetation, mm-hmm. you run into widgeon and gadwall and, and oftentimes pintails, those white-bellied ducks that are trophies here. Okay, Ted, listen, thanks for joining us. You have a great season. Thanks again for the super. Super job you and the crew are doing, Teddy. You'd be good. Thanks for having us on, Tom. Everybody have a safe and uh, productive season. See you, man. It's Ted Nichols, great guy. I mean, he's up there in those, well, they used to be in those planes doing those aerial surveys, hanging out. That's crazy. So listen, again, next week, October 22nd, uh, South Zone Duck Open is going to run to October 29th. Duck 6 in aggregate. And you have the five merganzas you can get, and they drop that hooded merganzer uh, bag limit. So if you want, if you're into it, if you can hit them. And they're tree nesting. That's what's so cool about the mergansers, uh, the hoodies especially. And Buffy's uh, buffaloes are also tree nesters. But uh, you, if, if you can get five Drake mergansers, you can do it legally. Okay, we're going to break. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We're going to have October 15th and 16th. Okay, here we go. The shenanigans going on in Trenton. New Jersey lawmakers announced plans to destroy the right to carry. No matter what the Supreme Court just ruled, the right to carry in New Jersey is going to be near impossible. People, there's so much to explain. Time is at a premium. Let's get right to it with Scott Bach. He's the executive director of the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. He sits on the uh, board of directors, National Rifle Association. By the way, the uh, ANJRPC is the official NRA state affiliate. Let's get to it. This is, okay, Scutari, who is the, the Senate president, and Coughlin, I believe his name is, he is the uh, assembly, head of the assembly, whatever. It, it's This is so insane. Have, uh, they had this, they had a uh, press conference, whatever, Thursday, a laundry list of things that were guns are not going to be legally, cannot legally be carried, even though the right to carry has been upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court. 
Scott Bach is going to explain it to us. He's also counselor at law extraordinaire. Scott, sorry for the jumble intro. This is just has me bouncing off the walls in here. Bach, I'm going crazy. Well, Tom, it's great to be back, and you have every reason to be bouncing off the walls. A lot of us thought that um, when Bruin was decided, that would be the end of the line uh, on on this uh, never-ending fight on right to carry. But in point of fact, it's actually just the beginning. The you know, the antis have shifted their approach, and now they're attacking right to carry. You know, from a completely different angle. You know, they've seized on language from the Bruin decision that was designed to actually be a clarification, and instead they're trying to turn it into an excuse to ban uh, carry anywhere that anywhere that's designated as a quote-unquote sensitive, sensitive place. Oh. Yeah. Now, now I mean, to be clear, Bruin is very, very clear that sensitive places are, you know, things like courthouses, okay? It's not public parks. It's not stadiums. It's not theaters. It's not restaurants, okay, or beaches, all right? And I'm naming those specifically because that's just the tip of the iceberg in this new piece of legislation that's going to be fast-tracked and jammed down Mm -hmm. our throats. So, you know, listen, it's to be expected from the New Jersey anti-gunners. They basically are flipping the bird at the Supreme Court. <laughs> they're giving the middle <laughs> finger to the Supreme Court. Okay. So and, you know, they're put. saying, okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, it's, you know, it's a, it's a crude analogy, but it's very appropriate here because they're defiant. They're, they're following in the footsteps of New York state. Okay. Which the Bruin case dealt with New York laws and mm-hmm. the immediate explosive reaction in New York state was they like within a week, or two of the Bruin decision back in June, you know, they concocted this this fist-shaking, angry piece of legislation in New York, which, by the way, since has been uh, subject to a restraining order by a court. It's on hold. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now, you know, New Jersey left a wide swath for New York to do their, their stuff, and now New York is weighing in, coming in, in the balance. So... You know, Tom, it's it's unbelievable what's going on here. Well, listeners, let me just uh, go into a little bit of this laundry. Uh, and again, Councilor Bach, thanks for your patience with this. Ban carrying inside, uh, in, ban carrying inside one's own car again, plainly forbidden by Bruin. Ban carrying on commercial and private property. Massively increased fees for permits, plainly forbidden, and discriminating against low income citizens. Uh, here's the one thing that's really scary: it's got mandate uh, uh, special insurance. And here you go, people. Concealed carry applicants will also need to get potentially pricey liability insurance. The insurance would need to cover up to 25000 for damage to property, 100000 for the injury or death of one person, and 300000 for injury or death of more than one person. Do the gangbangers have to pay this, Scutari? Coughlin, do they have to? Scott, do you know? Do you have an insight? Do you know if they have to pay it? Do the criminals have to pay this? <laughs> no, they don't have to pay it. And they, they by the way, get catch and release. They get caught and they have uh, a revolving door yeah. of justice. But the other thing is, we don't even know if that insurance exists the way they've mm-hmm. described it. And and by the way, like five years ago, um, you know, Murphy moved to ban liability insurance. He was trying to block gun owners from getting liability right. insurance. Now, you know, now the administration and, and the antis want, <laughs> want to mandate it, and we don't even know if it exists. 
Well, Scott, there's going to be a full court press on this. No doubt I've, I've made a couple of calls into uh, legislators, of, and they're, the, the, the press is on. What can the legal law-abiding gun owners, again, applying for a permit, is going to, they're going to make a, add a huge fee to that. What can we do? Who do we contact? What's the deal? Okay, so, so the first thing is um, on Monday the 17th, the first hearing, I mean, the legislative process is it has to be heard in two right. committee hearings, and then it goes to both full houses. So they introduce this thing uh, on a Thursday. The text doesn't appear online until a Friday. And then, you know, Monday morning is the first legislative hearing at the Assembly Judiciary Committee. So the first thing is we need to swamp lawmakers with emails and phone calls. And if mm-hmm. you go to my organization's website, it's anjrpc.org, anjrpc.org. There's a tab that says um, activism. And then if you go under that, you'll see our alert, which basically tells you who to contact and what to say and, and how to contact them. And rather than contacting committee members, we're contacting the entire legislature. We are bombing them. We are swamping them. And we're going to do that on a sustained basis until this bill is either defeated or passed. And then if it passes, you know, we're going to be right there and in court immediately. So go to anjrpc.org, find our alert, you know, with, um, you know, with who to contact and how. And, um, you know, please repeatedly, you know, Send them talking points repeatedly. And don't just email your legislator. Email the entire list. We have a place where you can just copy and paste there you go. the entire list of every assemblyman and every or assembly person and every state senator. Um, so it's, it's critical that gun owners and sportsmen speak with one resounding voice. You know, if they're not going to see the light, they're going to feel the heat, and we have to. That's our job right now. Now, I will tell you, if they have the political will to jam this through, um, it will go through like pretty much right. everything else in New Jersey. And it has all the hallmarks of something that's going to be, you know, just blasted right through. So um, it's really important that we don't make this easy for them, that we be difficult and in their faces politely, but, you know, constantly and persistently telling them, you know, listen, we have revolving door justice, okay, like catch and release from true violent criminals. But if you're a law-abiding gun owner, they're going to do everything they can to take away your rights. They're very, very unhappy and angry about the effect of the Bruin decision. They're angry that they have to issue carry permits now, so they're trying to change the meaning right. of what carry means in the, in the state. That's not going to pass muster with the courts, by the way. Okay, that, you can't have yeah. a system in place for 40 years or 50 years, and then suddenly now that you can't block people from getting permits, you change the whole thing around, which is exactly what they're doing. Scott, I could see the uh, just reading it and and knowing you as well as I've known known you over these decades. Let's just check this quote out from uh, from Scott Bach. These lawmakers have no respect for the Constitution or the rule of law. They focus on attacking citizens' rights while setting violent criminals free. We look forward to overturning these measures in court and forcing the state to pay our legal fees. Damn right, Bach. <laughs> well, it's this a, is balls to the I walls time, any... people. Balls to the walls time, people. Sorry, Scott. Go ahead. And we don't, we, listen, we don't just 
put out empty rhetoric. When we say right. something like that, it's because we've done our homework and we know that they're going to be on the hook. This is a civil rights issue, okay? It's not like it's a question under the Bruin decision whether you can just declare any place you like to be a, quote, sensitive place and thereby ban carry. It's pretty clear. It's beyond pretty clear. It's absolutely crystal clear under Bruin that you can't use that as an excuse to ban a true. It's got to be a truly sensitive place like a government, like a courthouse. Sure. Okay. Or a jail. All right. You can't declare a park, uh, you know, a a sensitive place for the purpose Mm -hmm. of banning carry there. Or I mean, the whole purpose of carry is for common public places. You can't ban carry there. The Supreme Court's crystal clear on that. Yes. That is exactly the kind of thing that this bill would do. And um, they've been working on this for months. You can tell by right. the scope, by the length and the breadth of it. It's it's pretty, you know, uh, and of course, you know, at their press conference, they had the anti-gun forces with them, you know, the Brady anti-gun organizations. Yeah. But, but did they consult us or ask us for our input from honest, responsible, law-abiding gun owners? Did they ask us for input, uh, you know, on this? No, it's a surprise attack. You know, with with you know, no notice and a massive piece of legislation. But we're we've been anticipating this. We're ready for it. Yep. Gun owners need to step up now, like never before. Well said, Councillor Bach. Scott, give that website please, and and again, how to contact it's, all the legislators. Sure, it's www.anjrpc.org. Anjrpc.org, and you know what? We'll we'll put the alert on the homepage so that you just need to go on the homepage, read the alert. Everything you'll need, you'll need is right there. Executive Director Scott Bob, thanks for joining us. Very short notice on Rack and Fin Radio. Appreciate your time. Listeners, let's get to it. Time to get to it. Scott, you take care. Have a great weekend, bud. Tom, thanks so much. Always. See you, man. Scott Bob's getting it done. This is um, sort of as soon as a Supreme Court, okay, this, you could see what was going to happen in Trenton, also in New York. By the way, the Second Amendment Foundation, they filed a suit in federal court to stop uh, New York from, again, imposing all these uh, all these restrictions on that. Hey, man, up against a break. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Hey, Matt, Striper blow up last weekend and continue through the week in and out of the bad weather. More bass are coming down. Surf fishing is starting to percolate. Man, a lot of bunker around, a lot of bunker around. Now, in the Rack and Fin Radio format, we have new products that we want to talk about. There is a plug manufacturer out there, Jersey Base in Normandy Beach, up there in the Manaloking area. Very unique plug. Plug series, I should say, called the uh, PS Resins. The stri- I ran into these things about two months ago. Use a couple. Let me tell you, well, we have the manufacturer waiting patiently on the Rack and Fin Radio Lounge right now. These plugs are damn near bulletproof, damn near, indes- I'd say 99% indestructible, and the best part, they cast like a metal. Man, you got that east wind coming right at you. The bass are out there just out of reach. You can reach them with these plugs, PS Resins joins online. Good friend Pete Cupper. Petey, how you doing, man? These plugs kick bass ass, brother. 
Oh, you know it, Tommy. How you doing today, buddy? Lock, cocked, and ready to rock, Petey. You got the, the, you're coming out of nowhere. All of a sudden, the well, I know that area up there. There's a lot of talk about the PS Resin Selection. Let's get this word out in Rack and Fin Radio area, Petey. These things kick ass. What's going on? Oh, man, these things are great, Tommy. Let me tell you something. Uh, buddy and I started this company three and a half years ago. We were looking for a budget plug that could take just about anything. And uh took us a little time to get it, but we've got it. Now, three and a half years in the making, the field testing, I should say, on the water testing, they're made of pure resin, correct? That's correct, a two-part resin. Now, how did you guys come up with this idea? Um, back about three years ago, we started following a couple of plug manufacturers that started it, and uh, my partner, Scott, and I were talking about it, and we said, let's try it. So we tried it, and uh, our first attempts were <laughs> bad. I'll put it to you that way, at the best. And we kept going at it. And uh, we finally got a product that we're happy with, uh, sent them out, had about 25 out there, tested for about six months, and they all came back with uh, great results, so we kept going with them. Now, the fine-tuning, now you have darters, you have poppers, you have swimmers, and you have needlefish, correct? That's correct. Okay, sizes, Pete, and I saw there, I stopped down at your facility, Peter, there are some wild colors here, man. Uh, there's there's oh, yeah. some colors there from people where you're sitting right now, you can see them in Spokane, Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. We got, got some custom colors that people have ordered, and they've become popular. Uh, the whole thing about these, uh, except for the needlefish, the color goes clear through them, so it won't wear the color off them. And uh, we've had everything from bright yellows to bright oranges to purples, you know, pinks, uh, and, of course, the traditional whites and blacks, too. Mm-hmm. Well, Pete, the, the actual, again, resin design, again, the the, the bluefish can't bite through them. They, they, they're, like I said, pretty much indestructible. The the fine tuning to this, to the designs, to the swimming action, the, the uh, you know the the peaking here, peaking there. How long did that take? Um, it took us a little while. The main thing was getting the molds down. Uh, mm-hmm. to try to get the molds down where we got the the same lure just about every time. And then we have to do a little sanding here and there. Uh, but you know the, the, these lures swam great to begin with. Uh, the ones that we used for the mold swam great, and we just took something that was great and just made it even better. Now, Pete, the weight of these, like I said in the intro, they cast like a metal. You told me that. I said, okay, right. I've said, Pete, I've been in the lore business 20-something, 30 years. Pete, you were right, man. Mary, mother of God, do they fly? Yeah, they fly because they're solid. There's no air in there to, to catch the wind, and they're like a bullet. Now, Pete, the darters, the poppers, the swimmers, and the needlefish, you have various sizes, one or two sizes. Go into those, please. Time is getting short, Pete. Uh, the specs and the the way the striper bites developing, people, you're going to want to get your hands on these and get them on your line. Petey, go. Okay, so the first, the original ones are called the PV Minnow. Uh, they come in two different varieties. They come to a floater, and they come in a, uh, a slow sinker, and they also come with a rattle in them. Uh, the next two are they're called the half pint. Great back bay in the, in the early season. Great back bay plug. Uh, that's about five inches, uh, about about three quarters point eight of an ounce. Excuse me, uh, let me interrupt you a second, Cupper. It also caught some pike and pickerel for us, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I believe it too. It's perfect. I've said I've got a couple customers up in the Great Lakes that have ordered them. Uh, the JoJo Junior. Um, figure that was sort of like a mega bait. Uh, we developed that. Uh, still, uh, when little little baits are around, perfect. You know, it's a one-ounce plug. It flies great, you know, perfect like that. Uh, then we have the Mighty Minnow. The Mighty Minnow is just this 
fat, dumpy thing with a big lip, and it flies great. It, it floats. It weighs uh, about an ounce and a three quarters, and it's just a hearty, thick plug. When you when a little bit bigger baits are in, you know, you mm. can't beat it. You really can't. Uh, then we made a darter, six inches, about an ounce and a half. Uh, you know, you, you, it, it looks the head sort of looks like a mag darter. The Yazuri, right? Body, yeah, but the body is uh, half inch shorter, and it's about three eighths wider. It's fatter, and boy, does it swim! I tell you. It, it, I think it outswims the Azori. I hate to say it, but I'm not prejudiced <laughs> or anything, you know. Um, so but then, we went on, then we went on to the popper. Popper gave us a little challenge uh, with the lures because of the uh, concave noise. It's a Polaris popper. Uh, this is the only one that is through wire. So this one could be used okay. on tuna and everything. It Whoa. weighs about two and a half ounces, and it's five inches long, and it casts. I mean, when you're facing that wind, they'll go right through the wind, right through it. Copper, let me interrupt you a second. So you're you're challenging the the Nomad Design Chug Norris with this little bad boy. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, we figured that every other one's not through wired. It's tested to 100 pounds. Everyone's tested, so mm-hmm. that we make sure. But this one, we decided to through wire, and we're giving it to the big boys to have it tested on the big boys, and we're having some luck. Well, some luck with them, uh, you know, so that that's mm-hmm. good. That's what we want to see. Now, Pete, the so, needlefish, that came to uh, fruition when? Uh, the needlefish actually came, was a project we were thinking about last year, uh, well, over the winter. And uh, there was an old needlefish hanging up in our store here from an old timer, and we always liked it. It's only six inches. It's an ounce. Uh, but now this one, because we have to drill it and put weights in, this is the only one that does have some paint on it and is clear-coated. And it's got a, just a single treble hook in the back. And, boy, I'll tell you, the people have got great response last year. When those sand deals are around, we, mm-hmm. we were, we, oh, yeah. the oh, casting oh. on was just great. And they loved it because they aren't real big. And everybody wanted that shorter that shorter needle, and that's what we came up with. Let me ask you this in the design, development, testing, whatever, fine-tuning, peaking here, peaking there, whatever. Which, what you, now you said the popper challenging, which on the overall, though, needlefish just as challenging as that popper? Uh, the needlefish because of the weighting of it. Uh, because we actually had to put pancake weights, drill it, and, and, and glue weights into it. So that was a little bit more challenging uh, when we made them. We had to make a series of them, and we moved the weight an eighth of an inch each series and until we got it to where we wanted it. So it floated straight until when you pulled it in, the tail went down a little bit. You know, so that took a little bit of challenge. So, Okay, Peter. Okay, Peter, we're up against a hard break. Listeners, P.S. Resins. P.S. Resins, try these plugs. You got darter, popper, swimmer, and needlefish. It casts like a metal. Unbelievable. We had some uh, some luck with a few times we tried them. Can't wait. Another couple of weeks, man. What's really happening in the suds, we're going to be, I don't say throw it. You cast them. You throw a ball, PB. Yeah. Oh, we're throwing. No. Okay, that's my little my little pet peeve in here. But, um, Pete, now, how do people find us on Facebook? P.S. Resins, what's the dealio? Go. Yep, we're on Facebook. P.S. Resins, check us out. Um, or you can give us a call. 732-793-1144. Uh, we can set you up. Uh, you can go into Facebook, check out what we've got, the colors we've got, and give us a call, and we can mail order it wherever you want to. Pete, let me ask you this. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's a it's very extremely labor-intensive the way uh, your outfit's doing it. I get that. Um, but plans for expansion, you have to. The way these things are selling and the way I'm hearing people talking about them, what, what do you got next, man? 
we're, we're working on a glider. We just can't get it right yet. Uh, we're just not very happy with it. Um, so that's in the works right now. And uh, tell you the truth, we're sort of looking around for the next one after that still. We don't, we're not uh, uh, sure what we're going to do. Pete, you're able to meet the man, though, correct? Yes. Okay. One more no time. Problem. One more time with the Facebook and the phone. I'll repeat it. And I have to let you go, little brother. Go. All right. Facebook, P.S. Resins. Just check us out. And phone number, 732-793-1144. Just uh, uh, tell them you're looking for some P.S. Resins. You got it, Petey. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks. Tommy P. Thank you, man. You got it. So I see the Mag Daughter. I wrote the press releases for the Mag Daughter. A lot of you Zuri lures fished them, the prototypes fished them. I did, yes, yes, I have a, a thing for the Mag Daughter, the design, how it works. I saw this thing. I said, hey, here's, here's somebody to let me buy it. No, try it. Didn't buy it. I can't get anything for you. So I paid it. Took it out. Man, this, 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 this series is a winner. Trust me on this. And the resin's hard, but you, again, Blues can't crush it. I'm telling you, Barracuda can't crush it. Uh, it's, a, it's a great series and Jersey-based. Hey, man, grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Final segment, Rack and Fin Radio. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Yeah, back for our final segment, Rack and Finn Radio with me, Tom P. The fall trout stocking is entering its second week, and South Jersey gets hit this Tuesday and Wednesday. Here we go with some numbers. Two-year-old rainbows, these things are in from 15, 16 and a half inches, and some uh, breeders in there, three-year-old breeders, up to six or seven pounds. Here we go. On Tuesday, October 18th, Giampetro Park Pond gets 170. Hamilton Lake, shout-out to Bonnie and crew at the Piccalillion, gets 230. Mary Elmer, 210. Mary Elmer's a lake right above Sunset Lake there in Bridgeton. And the Morris River gets 170. Crystal Lake, 220. Grenlock Lake, 170. Oak Pond and Sylvan, Sylvan Lake also 170 each. Now on Wednesday, October 19th, Greenwich Lake 190, Iona Lake, love that little place, 210. Shadowless Sandwash Pond uh, 220 and Swedesboro, or 160 rather, and Swedesboro Lake 220. Now here you go, Tom P. Stocking Trout in South Jersey. I don't have a trout stamp. Hey, check it out. Next Saturday, the 22nd, free fishing day in New Jersey. No license. Or trout stamp needed. Now, t- really, people, this is a prime time to get an example, get a taste of how this great this trout fishing program is. The autumn stocking now in five or six weeks, the winter stocking is going to get underway. But also, especially in South Jersey, the largemouth bass, the pickerel, the channel cats, and dare I might say over there in the Delaware, uh, two of the uh, uh, pervasive invasives, the flatheads and the snakeheads, Join us on the line right now, very special guest to talk about the free fishing day and especially South Jersey's opportunities, Eric Boehm. He is a senior fisheries biologist, New Jersey's division, New Jersey, I'm sorry, Fish and Wildlife Bureau of Freshwater Fisheries. Eric, thanks for joining us. Short notice here, man. But the, the free fishing day next Saturday, the trout stocking in South Jersey goes this week. Win-win all around, little brother. 
How you doing? Yes, sir, Tom. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate the time to talk to you guys about this. Yeah, October 22nd, next Saturday is a free fishing day, and as Tom said, you guys don't need a fishing license or a trout stamp, so it's a great opportunity to take your wife, take your kids, take your niece and nephews out, or take anybody new to the sport and have them try it out to see if, if they definitely like it. And one thing to keep in mind, Yes, it's free fishing, no license, no trout staff needed, but all other regulations, including size and daily catch right. limits, still mm-hmm. remain in effect. And as Tom mentioned before, it piggybacks right off of our fall trout stocking program, which began October 11th yep. and continues throughout the following week. They're all large, you know, two-year-old trout, 14 to 16 inches. Losers, man. <laughs> yeah, way bigger than, than the spring ones. You know, they have a couple more months in the hatchery to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, approximately 20,000 trout are stocked across Many of the places Tom mentioned earlier, I think it's 36 streams, lakes, and ponds Ponds, in total across the state. So keep that in mind. And, yeah, those broodstocks are mixed in with every truckload as well. So you could potentially catch a giant trout. Somebody who's never gone fishing before, you can go fishing for free and hook into a giant broodstock rainbow trout. Eric, I call them trout of a lifetime. I mean, I've been to a lot of states trout fishing. you got a seven-pound trout. I don't care if it's Jersey or Montana. That's a trout of a lifetime. And exactly, I, yeah, up? it saves you, the, saves you the trip from driving to Montana or Wyoming yeah. <laughs> when you can go fish at any pond around South Jersey that you mentioned before and catching a giant, giant rainbow trout and for the, sure. The trout are in beautiful shape. I want to concentrate just for the brief few minutes we have. The quality of the largemouth fishing, the pickerel fishing, the channel cats, and, and I, I neglected to mention the, the crappy, the yellow perch, the white perch. We have it all. We have it all. Definitely do. And again, fall is probably my favorite time to fish. As those water temperatures start dropping from the 60s down into the 50s, all those, the bass, the pickerel, the crappies, the channel cats, they really start feeding. So any of our South Jersey lakes, Union, Davis Mill, Sunset, Parvin, Rainbow, Elmer, Mm. the list goes on and on. Go out there and go fishing. I mean, Temperatures cool off. The days are nice. Mm-hmm. I usually start out with anything, you know, shad colored, like a white spinner bait, white chatter bait. And then if they don't want that, as that vegetation yeah, dies yeah. off in the fall, those same fish move up shallow around wood or docks or hardcover, and you mm-hmm. can't go wrong with a, with a jig or the old Texas rig Senko. Okay, Eric, the, the one thing we, re- you know, it really doesn't get much attention because, again, it's not, a, it's not a vibrant, vibrant fishery per se. But Union Lake, South Jersey's largest lake, 800-something, close to 900 acres, there is a fairly decent smallmouth bite going on in there, correct? Yes, there is. Yeah, that gets stocked with smallmouth by us, surplus smallmouth. And, yeah, if you time it right, usually the early spring or late fall, you can run into some good smallmouth. Definitely do. Rattle traps catch them pretty well. And that's probably the only South Jersey location or that far right. south where you can catch a smallmouth bass. There, and to the overall quality of the largemouth fishery, and play, again, places like you mentioned, part of the Salem Canal used to be more numbers. Now it's like the tidal Delaware River. I mean, everything's everything's just exploding here in Jersey, and it, it just keeps getting better by the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, and when you time things right seasonally, fishing can be really good. Again, as the fall progresses, that water temperature drops, all those fish start feeding. So it's really hard to pick a bad spot when the seasons and conditions are correct. So, again, Union Lake, our biggest lake, yeah, smallmouth are in there, but it's also a phenomenal largemouth bass lake. I mean, there's several tournaments there all year, and five-pounders aren't very or aren't uncommon. That's a good place to run, run into one. Same thing, rattle traps, spinnerbait, chatterbait, yep. just just keep casting until you bump into them, and there's a good chance it could be a giant, giant largemouth okay. bass in the fall. And my prime pay, my prime place, spring and autumn for pickerel, back up there in Lake Lenape. Oh, oh. 
Definitely right. Oh, yeah, chain oh, pickerel oh. are kind of underrated. But yeah. Any they 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 love those cedar water impoundments. Lake Lenape is probably our largest of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get up in the back of Lake Lenape in the fall, you can catch some giant, giant chain pickerel. That- I mean, they're they're a great sport fish in my opinion. They're a native species and. 24, 25 inches is not really yeah. a big one in there. You can run into someone, some close yeah, to 27, horses, yeah. 0.8 inches, giant, giant chain pickerel for sure. Like, wait, wait, am I on Lake Apac on a green lake? Hell no, man. It's Lake Lenape and several other waters, which I don't want to mention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or one last thing. To me, it's every man, every woman's game fish in Jersey, pretty utilitarian. But the channel catfish, that, that uh, Hackensound hatchery pumps out tens of thousands of those every year. And we have some quality channel kitty waters down here as well. So, listen, whatever your proclivity is, win-win all around. Next Saturday, free fishing day. No license or trout tam necessary. As Eric said, just beware of the regulations, minimum uh, like limits, creel limits, et cetera. It's just... Sample what New Jersey has to offer, especially South Jersey. It's just, Eric, just great freshwater fishing all around. Super job by you and the crews, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time, Tom. Eric, you take care. Be good. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see you on the water. I'm not going to tell you where, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Have good. a good one. And an update, an update and closing from Batteries Plus, our good friend Scott Spencer, general manager in commercial sales. Batteries Plus right here in Northfield and also up there in Mount Laurel with the Power Year 2022 hunt. Three weeks of uh, I tell you this, of, of contests here with some big, big money prize packages. So, Mr. Spencer, have the results come in? What's the dealio, my brother? Uh, well, always a pleasure to be here with you, Tom Pig. Uh, you and your loyal listeners are fantastic. You certainly embraced us. Okay, listen uh, now. Wait a, second, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Just a heads up, people. Three weeks. Scott's doing the studio with some mind blowing new power stuff. It's gonna help you, especially during the cold weather hunting season. Sorry, Spencer, but okay, go ahead. You're good. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Uh, as you know, we just wrapped up that the three fantastic weeks of the Power Your Hunt 2022 giveaway. Three lucky winners, one each week. Uh, actually, we will start to get notified this week. So if you participated in the first week, the FINS uh, giveaway, uh, check your email, check your inboxes. That's how we're going to communicate with you. You've got 48 hours. If you're that lucky winner, uh, by all means, respond back to us. We'd love to get that prize pack in your hands as soon as possible. Uh, If, unfortunately, you don't respond back within 48 hours, we're just going to draw that next number and keep this thing rolling. I have a chance. Uh, (laughs) Well, Scott, the uh, the the next week. Go ahead. For the feathers program, uh, that drawing will be drawn, uh, and that lucky winner will be notified next week. And then for the antlers program, uh, that just wrapped up on Friday. Uh, That lucky winner will be notified October 24th. So keep an eye on your emails and inboxes for that. Well, Scott, uh, uh, the batter's plus, man, you're really, you're really going gung-ho, not only on the water, people powering your boat, boat, boat batters, all that stuff. You're really gung-ho here in the, uh, the woods and fields ends of things here, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we are all about embracing the lifestyle. Uh, and you know what, Tom, everybody likes to win. And you, 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 we've got a lot of people that participated in this contest. Uh, if you weren't one of those lucky winners, well, you can win in my store. So why don't you come down to the store, and we're going to give you a free pack of double A's or triple A batteries just for being a loyal Rack and Fin radio listener. Tell us who you are. We're going to give you a free pack of batteries just for free. Hey, Everybody can, likes to win. Can I knock on the window? You let me in? <laughs> knock on the window. <laughs> okay, listeners. You batteries, know I live there. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say 
Now, Scott, is that just the Tilton Road uh, store, or can they do this in Mount Laurel? Yes, yes. Tilton Road and Mount Laurel. I mean, you're you're you're, you're nationally syndicated, Tom P. Yeah, Anybody I'm... wants to come from California? You still, still there, Scott? Scott, we had a little little interruption there. So, uh, listeners, 900 Tilton Road in Northfield Suite 3 or 1215 Route 73 in Mount Laurel. You didn't win the big prize match. Go to pack of batteries, man. Hey, hey, if it's free, it's me, Scott. But, again, three weeks. I'm with you. I'm back. In three weeks, Scott, you are due in. You're on the schedule. Listeners, this stuff coming out. You think you're cold in a block? No need to be cold anymore. Check this out. Great stuff coming up from Batteries Plus. Scott, you take care. Have a great weekend. Oh, by the way, by the way. Uh, you're going to be out on the water anytime soon. The striper bite is on. Getting your yak because they're still in the back and they're still out. Uh, they're, they're really moving down the coast. You can get them out front, Scott. Oh, I'd like to. I'd love to get out there on the water. Okay, man. We'll see you soon. I'll catch you next week. You bet. Always a pleasure, Tom. Take care, man. And that'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Raider. The me, Tom P. Get out there and enjoy. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders and law enforcement. Get to the Associate, New Jersey Association of Rifle and Pistol Clubs. Get to that page and contact your legislators. As usual, the Democrats give the middle finger to the Constitution. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.